Hey, yo, what's good? Check it out. This your boy, Elder Sensei, one half of the legendary artifacts. You are right now in tune to my man, Tim Einenkel, at the library on rapstation.com. Let's get it popping, y'all. Artifacts. Peace, Elder Sensei. I'm out. That I wanna cry. Feel like I'm mourning, but nobody died. Put on some music, take a morning drive. Try to remember that there's more than I. I made a promise and I swore to God. I'll break that promise around four or five. Me and you, we got some more to hide. His new album coming out, Look What This World Did To Us, uh, drops April 7th. Uh, Red Pill, welcome to the library with Tim Einikel on rapstation.com. How you doing? So, the, as mentioned, uh, the name of the album is "Look What This World Did to Us." Uh, what was your mission going into the album, and did the purpose of the album change as you were writing the tracks? I was actually working on a whole other, a whole other uh, record, and. Mellow kind of hit me up and was interested in doing this project, which featured more Mellow producers and, and uh, collaborators, um, and then a few of my friends that I wanted to work with. So it started off really as kind of this haphazard thing that I wasn't sure where I was going with it at all. Um, and as I got into it, I started to realize that it was going to be something more important for me um, as my solo debut with Mellow. Um, and it, it didn't really, I guess the purpose didn't really come until I kind of got most of the way into it where I realized like I wanted to make this record kind of like a novel where it, where you listen to it and it, and it almost sounds like an old dusty used book where it smells like that, where it feels like that. Um, you know, and that's kind of what I wanted to do with it. So we ended up even, even in the recording process, like it's got a really dusty feel that I like. I wanted to make it thematic where from start to finish, you're getting a really solid listen. Um, this isn't something that I don't think you're going to have singles that pop out. Um, this is a start to finish. You hit play and you end it and you've kind of gone through this experience with a, uh, with an album in the same way you wouldn't just read singular chapters out of a book. You know, you don't need to listen to singular songs. This is a start to finish product. It's like, that's all right. And, and it seems just about on, on reading up on the album and kind of reading up on uh, your Bandcamp page and stuff you mentioned uh, uh, that there's, I mean, kind of what you mentioned now, but like there's different themes to this album. Uh, are yeah. you, I guess, was, uh, is the plan for, you know, you, a listener to listen to it once, get one theme out of it, uh, listen to it again, get another and kind of keep going? And if so, how, how do you, as an artist, how do you get that to happen? So really like, I think in a lot of cases nowadays, I mean, you're seeing, a, you're seeing a change a lot where it's going back to like album centric an album centric music industry versus a single or song centric music industry, at least in the underground. For me, I could say, okay, I want to write a song about my girlfriend or I want to write a song about, um, how my job sucks or whatever, you know, and you kind of pinpoint these very specific song ideas. But for me, what I wanted to do was make sure that things like a relationship, like instead of writing a love song, this whole album kind of touches on what it means to be in a relationship. There isn't just like one really sad, heartfelt song. Like the whole album kind of feels like that. The idea of like youthfulness and, and losing your youth comes up a lot in this album. Um, so it's not just one song about 
how it sucks growing up. It's like the whole album feels like that. So for me, it, I guess, like I said, I don't know that it was on purpose, but at the end of it, I felt like after writing it, these ideas were coming up pretty consistently in my writing. So instead of it being like, I'm going to focus on one song, it was just kind of, this is the last few years of my life and it's all on one project in the span of, you know, 40 minutes or so. Um, and that's kind of how it worked out. Uh, my next question is, is not endorsing that people should just listen to this one song at all. Yeah. I think you should, once you get the album, you should listen to the entire album. But you said, um, you said the entire album, look what this world did to us can be reduced to this one song. And that's a song. Um, that's okay. It's, you know, it's about, you know, uh, millennial generations, quarter life crisis. And it's about this transition and trying to figure out how to deal with this transition. Um, do you think do you think we actually as humans ever figure out how to deal with this transition and then also were you hoping by creating this album that you would have personally would have figured out uh, once the project was completed actually how to deal with this transition so I guess on my own end I hope <laughs> that I personally learn how to deal with it you know what I mean because um, yeah I'm, I'm 27 now so I wrote this album uh, even on the album you'll hear me say that I'm 25 in certain parts because that's when I was writing it. It's been over the last couple of years that I've been working on writing the album. Um, and being in my upper 20s now, I don't really feel a whole a whole much lot better <laughs> about things and how to, how to deal with life. But I do think that at some point, um, the more I talk to people that are a little older than me, it seems like, you know, the 20s are, I mean, it's cliche, but the 20s are the new teens and the 30s are your new 20s where you're really starting to figure things out in this day and age in the 30s so I hope that that's what happens um, and I guess for me like when I was writing it I mean it it's always like kind of a, a catharsis when I'm writing like it's it's going through these phases of life and kind of taking a, a snapshot of two to three years of my life and putting it into an album um, so it, it helped it definitely helped and kind of got me through some things that you know, there's leftover lingering parts of it, but for the most part, I do think I figured out a lot more about myself through writing this record. Mm. Uh, the lead single off the album called Look What This World Did To Us uh, talks about being in a, a, a relationship where one person drinks a lot and the other person has decided that they have to leave. Um, I was curious, is this track autobi autobiographical? And also, um, if it's not, or if it is, what happened to the person who did drink a lot after the other person left? Um, yeah, so it is autobiographical. Um, so basically, came to a point, I've been with my girlfriend for uh, actually 10 years now, so a long time since high school. Um, and, you know, she's been with me through ups and downs, and she stood by me in everything. So I don't want it like, I don't want the, the album or the, the song to convey any kind of, it wasn't her fault in any way. You know what I mean? That this is me writing about my issues with drinking and really more depression that kind of led to drinking. Um, and we're still together. Uh, basically what had happened is she, it just kind of got to a point where, you know, I was in one of the worst depressions I'd been through in my life. I've dealt with it since I was a kid. And I think most people do at some point deal with depression in their life. But it, it was, I'd been working at this plant after I got out of college and it just turned into this way longer than I thought it was going to be. I worked there for too long um, and felt about everything, like my music career. I didn't know what was happening with that, which was the goal of getting out of school and going after your music or going after my music. 
um, and things weren't working out how I thought they would. Uh, that all kind of compiled, and I just became like negative. I just became like a you know like a person to be around. <laughs> um, and what happened? She ended up just saying like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna take off. I'm gonna leave and uh, give you some time to work things out. She ended up not leaving, which was good for me. You know she's uh she's important in my life. Uh, she's you know a rock for me. But um but yeah, so it was definitely autobiographical. Um, we ended up being fine. In the end, they kind of woke me up. No, uh, not just that song, but I think, uh, yeah, I, I, obviously this this album seems like, like a very extremely personal album, and I think, yeah, uh, visually, uh, nothing really highlights that more than the video for the track "Rap Game uh, Cranky," where it's just yeah. you, you at a Friday night, you're drinking, smoking, watching TV, eating pizza, and then passing out. Um, <laughs> Why why take us into this really personal world of yours? And then were you worried that you were exposing too much of yourself? Um, I think that, like, the the why of taking people into my personal life is, um, that's what I kind of grew up like. The, the music that was most important to me when I was growing up was the most personal. So take a slug from Atmosphere, the way that he wrote. Uh, Blue was really important to me. Like, these are people that... To me, what's always been important in music is someone that's like really showing themselves, um, really showing who they are. I mean, I like all types of music. I like mainstream rap. I like whatever. But there's something really deeply personal about Plug or about Blue or even like early Eminem, you know, where it was like they're really showing who they are as a person and not being afraid of that. And I think that that's where, um, that's where I really fell in love with music. And then... Um, I think I I found a way like early on it I guess that to the fear of like taking someone into your personal life um, I've always found that to be really therapeutic to like talk about it even as just like a friend whether it's a, a song or not even just from friend to friend talking about what's going on in your life I think that a lot of people deal with issues in their personal life differently mine is to talk about I want to talk about it I want people to and not in a depressing way like even just on a human level like let's talk about what we're going through. Um, and kind of go through it together and figure it out because people have a lot of insight. And when you do that um, through music, I think people relate to it more. And I think that that's how you really gain um, not just fans, but like people that care about what you're going through and uh, can relate to it and, and learn from that. What you've said is that, um, you know, you, you quote, you said, I connected more with music that I could find a way to relate to. And I wanted to write songs that connected with other people. So, I guess for 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 career longevity, how do you continue to create these songs that will resonate with other people? I mean, that's definitely something that I've thought about, uh, you know, because at some point, if if it were to happen that I made it, um, I don't want to be the guy that's like just talking about a rap career. Um, so I, I definitely thought into the future. Um, there's a lot of things from my my childhood that I haven't touched on that I touched on but I haven't gone deep enough into. So there, you know, I could see in the future there being a very um, childhood-centric album that really just focuses on the album. And this kind of goes back to, like, writing music in terms of novels. Like, you have uh, authors that will write about certain periods of their life and put it into a book. And a lot of, in a lot of cases, they end up, if they're more biographical in nature, 
they end up doing a childhood book and then they end up doing like a I'm now an old man and this is my life kind of book you know like this is what's happened as I've grown up um so if I start getting into you know if, if things really start taking off I'm gonna be 100% honest with whatever I do um whether it relates to people or not who knows but I do have a lot of ideas and a lot of material that I think that I can reach back to um and make something of and I you know over the next five to ten years uh, we're speaking with Red Pill, a new album coming out uh, April 7th called Look What This World Did To Us. Um, Red Pill, what, 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 what song on this album, and obviously this might change for you tomorrow, but uh, what song best represents uh, what you wanted to accomplish with uh, Look What This World Did To Us? So the song that I think that I'm most proud of on the album is uh, it's called Rum and Coke. Um, we haven't done anything with it yet. It hasn't been released or anything. You, you know, the first time you'll be able to hear it is when it comes out on uh, on the album. But it's it's a song that I've been trying to make for since I started making music. Um, it's about it's just got this feel like this really jazzy kind of airy kind of eerie feel um, that I've been working on for a long time, and it's something that. I don't want to give all of my influences, but like there's one particular song um, that I had in mind and it was trying to make that of being like this one song that in my early career, that people could look back on and go, that was, that was it. Um, We thought about making it a single, but um, we ended up not doing it, but it's, which I'm happy about. Like people can leave, we want to leave some of the good on the the album (laughs) so people can hear it and they know what they're getting and they, you know, it's not like, you're going to go and hear this album and all the good songs got released. Like, there's a lot of great records on it. And I think Rum and Coke to me is the most important track that I've written so far. Uh, and what's, so what's after this album drops, uh, what's next for you? And then what's the best way for us to follow what you're doing and obviously get the album. So, um, I signed a, a multi album deal with Mellow Music Group. So it's going to be the next, I've got a couple more records to put out with them. Um, we'll have something in fall um, and something early next, uh, early in 2016. That, uh, the one in fall is going to be a little bit of a precursor to that one, but, you know, we're working on it right now and we'll see how it goes. But the one in, in fall is going to have some pretty, some pretty heavy hitting production on it. Um, and I'm really excited about that one. But for right now, Let's look what this will did to us. This is an introduction. This is something, this is the first record that I think like people are really, really going to gravitate to and say, this is when he figured it out. <laughs> I hope at least um, that this is when people get it. But, uh, and the best way to find me is if you just type in Red Pill Rap on Google, Twitter, Facebook, Red Pill Rap, it's uh, the easiest way to find me. A uh, new album, Look What This World Did To Us, uh, comes out April 7th. Uh, Red Pill, thank you so much for joining me on The Library with Tim Ryan and Kel on rapstation.com. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I got that we gotta talk text. Now everybody knows what's next, so I don't even gotta say it. My heart drop. Relationship was on those hard rocks And it was part expected and part shock But I can't believe I let it go this far No, I can't believe I let it take what's ours That decision that you made was hard Now I know that I was drinking a little bit too much And if it means anything, I know I screwed up And if it means anything to you I understand that you did what you had to do Cause if you left me, it might fix 
much worse, buddy. Now look what this world did to us. We still feel like kids to us. So let me drink this beer alone. Because you left me here alone. Now look what this world did to us. We still feel like kids to us. So let me drink this beer alone. Because you left me here alone. Let me drink this beer alone Because you left 